You're listening to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Welcome to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am great. What can I help you with today? Um, I just want to talk about um, how I can beat imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. By imposter syndrome, what what do you mean? Where where are you feeling it? What are you feeling? Um, so I'm kind of in the middle of the application cycle right now, and I definitely feel like I'm never gonna see like the light at the end of this tunnel. And even if I do, like, am I gonna still struggle with am I good enough in medical school? And how will that affect me throughout medical school? Yeah. The, and unfortunately, the scary thing is that it never goes away. Uh, yeah. you, you are at this point, for any pre-med, you, you start sophomore year. Am I good enough? Is this year that it's all going to crumble? You start junior year. Is this the year? Oh, I have the MCAT this year. Have I done enough shadowing? Have I done enough clinical experience? Have I done enough to get into medical school? You apply. It all comes rushing back. And obviously, you're sitting on applications, sitting on that timeline, and everything is just like, I don't know what to do. And so really, at the end of the day, and and again, it just continues on and on and on. You start medical school, you question whether or not you actually are supposed to be there. You start your time in the hospital, you question, like, are you smart enough to be there? I'm going to kill someone. Oh, my God, this is terrible. You start your residency, your internship, and it's just like, oh, now these patients are really mine. I'm more responsible. What if I write the wrong medication or the wrong prescription? And then you start your attending position, and now the buck stops with you, and the the imposter syndrome is just exacerbated. And so I I think really at the end of the day, uh, I'm a huge fan of um, positive affirmation affirmation kind of things and looking at really just telling yourself, right? I've done what I needed to do to get to this point. I am smart enough. I have worked hard enough. Um, Every day I'm doing what it takes to, to get into medical school, to get through medical school. This is not a mistake. And, and letting yourself know that doubt is okay, right? It's expected. And it's a good thing. Doubting yourself tells me and tells you that you're taking this seriously, that you are concerned, that you are worried, and that you will hopefully continue to work hard, continue to take every step seriously and not take it for granted. Right? That that self-doubt is a good thing. It's kind of like having anxiety and having having that kind of fear before you go live talking on stage or something. Right? Those those emotions are good assuming you harness them in the right way. Right? The okay. the I, I love there's a great story really from a, a physiological perspective. There's really no difference between anxiety and excitement. And mm-hmm. it's your interpretation of how your body is reacting in that moment based on all of the context around the scenario, based on your previous history with the scenario, right? So if you, if you have a fear of public speaking and the first time you give a, a public speech and you had to talk in front of a crowd and you bombed it and you were horrible and you threw up before, you threw up after and you were just miserable, right? The next time you're going to take what your body is telling you 
is either excitement or anxiety, and you're going to interpret that as panic because of your previous experience. When in reality, you could just as easily say, oh, I'm excited, right? I'm excited to go out there and do this again. I'm excited to go out there and show that I can do this. I'm excited to go out there and prove to myself that I have worked harder this time. I have done things differently this time so that hopefully I get a different outcome. At the end of the day, those two bodily experiences from a physiological perspective are the same. It's what you tell yourself that is completely different. And so imposter syndrome gets a negative connotation because what we tell ourselves is these things that I'm feeling, this increased heart rate, increased increased blood pressure, right? this kind of flight or fight sensation that I'm getting, that's a bad thing. It's telling me that I don't belong here. It's telling me that I haven't done enough. When in reality, you have done enough and you could just as easily take those feelings and go, oh, I, I feel it. This is exciting. I'm, I'm about to embark on my first day on, in the hospital as a third-year student. I get to take care of my first patient. That's so exciting. I've worked so hard to get to this point. I know that I've prepared as hard as I can. And yes, there are going to be tons of things that I don't know, and that's okay. I'm excited to learn those new things. Same exact feeling, different message that you're telling yourself. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Does that help? Yeah, I actually think like the physiological explanation really makes a lot of sense to me. Um, that makes me like able to like put the feelings into my body. Like I totally understand what you mean when you say like excitement and anxiety are kind of the same thing. Mm -hmm. And like being able to like think about that, I think the next time that I feel like that will be helpful for me. Good. To be like, okay, I'm not nervous about this interview. I'm excited about this interview. I'm not anxious. Yeah. Yeah. And and allowing yourself to be, right? If you catch yourself in that moment to go, oh, I am anxious. What what am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? And and really working through from a logical perspective. Well, Am I walking into this, using an interview example that you just gave, am I walking into this having not prepared at all? Because then if you are, then sure, you have every right to be anxious because you're not prepared. Yeah. But more than likely, you have prepared. And so now you can tell yourself, well, logically, I've prepared. And yeah, there's, there's going to be some unknowns and I might get some questions I didn't think of. But you know what? I have prepared and I am excited to, to show off how I have prepared and, and really prove that I've worked hard to get to this point. Yeah. Where, I guess where do you think imposter syndrome shows up the most for you? Um, I, I think, so what you were saying about like being prepared, I would say that like, I know that I have done every single thing that I've needed to do to be the best applicant I can be. And, you know, I did every single thing that I needed to do to be able to take the MCAT. I did all of the things, right? And then it's still that like self-doubt, like, oh, that wasn't enough. Or like, oh, there are people out there who are better than me or have cooler stories than <laughs> me or have this like, it's, it's the comparison, I think, between other applicants that really makes me feel it the most. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and that's a little bit different, right, is is that comparison game, as you mentioned, the competition game, of, yeah. especially if you go on to Student Doctor Network or Reddit or other places and students are talking about their <laughs> 4.0s and 520s and, oh, my gosh, I still didn't get into medical school. And, and then you're like, well, if they didn't get into medical school, how am I going to get into medical school? They, they look like the perfect applica- applicant. There's no way I can get in and, and really just – you just need to shut that down because we we can play the comparison game every single day against every single person in this world, right? I I'm yeah. uh, I I'm running this YouTube channel, and there are other YouTube channels out there bigger than mine, and there are other podcasters that are bigger than me, and 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 there there are people that that know more about the pre med process than me, and oh my gosh, I, I shouldn't even be doing this, but. I know that I'm running my own race and I'm getting better every day and and I'm truly not competing against those people. I'm I'm just out there doing my thing and uh, when people find me and listen to me, great. And if they go find those other people and listen to them, great. Um, the the other students, your classmates, everyone else applying to medical school at the same time, they're running their own race. They have their own stories. They have their own weaknesses. You have your strengths and your own weaknesses. And, and truly everybody who deserves to be in medical school from a GPA perspective, from an MCAT perspective, from a complete application perspective usually gets in. And, and those who don't get in either are lacking, have huge gaps in their application, or they made big mistakes on their application, or they just didn't know how to reflect on their journey in the proper way, and they just came at the application from the wrong angle. So there are lots of reasons why people get in, lots of reasons why people don't get in. And and for you to look at it more from a, um, a, a quantitative measure, right? And do I have enough shadowing hours? Do I have a high enough GPA, a high enough MCAT score? Usually those things don't matter as much as students think they do. Yeah. I hope that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so too. No, it, it is. I, I get stories every day from students um, emailing me, DMing me, thanking me, um, talking about their their advisors or their parents or whoever else telling them they didn't have a shot and, and they got into their dream school because they they put, put together an application that really focused on their story. And uh, even without the best stats, they, they got interviews and, and acceptances to schools they never thought were possible. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I think there was one other part of the little form that we filled out that I sometimes struggle with too, um, is just feeling like medicine is like this exclusive kind of club that's like you need to have like a lot of money or you need to have a family member who's a doctor or you need to have this like set of X, Y, and Z thing to get into this club or to be accepted in this club and not being any of those things. I'm, wor- I'm just worried about that yeah. fitting into there. Well, let me, let me tell you, or let me ask you this, where do you get that feeling from? Um, Kind of the application process um, and some of the other people I've spoken, other just friends or classmates or other applicants that I've spoken with, um, 
and a lot of the like forums, just people talking about their journeys. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all BS. <laughs> there, there are thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of students applying every year, getting into medical school every year, who don't have parents who are physicians, don't have parents in healthcare, who are first generation college students, uh, who are embarking on this journey without the support of a physician parent, without the support of physician neighbors, without it's just it's it's silly fear that just doesn't exist. Yeah, there there are there is some data out there from the AAMC that shows the level of income for students applying to medical school, getting into medical school. There's a little bit of data uh, from uh, about students who get in who have parents who are physicians, but those numbers are are low compared to the totality of everyone getting into medical school going through this process. I was a uh, a first generation four year college student graduating from college first person in in my family going to medical school becoming a physician I, you can find right i love there's a, there's a saying that you find what you're looking for so if you are looking for reasons why you're not going to get into medical school you can find a million of them oh i i don't have I, I don't come from a family with physicians i don't come from a family that has a high enough income i don't have enough experience i don't have this i don't have that because all of these other stories that i see are stories of students who have all of those things and and they've gotten in therefore i'm not going to get in because i don't have that but you could just as easily go and find stories of, of students who are in medical school, who are physicians, who are going through the application process now successfully, who have your same story, who don't have the resources, who don't have the connections, who don't have that, that network. And so you, you truly, I, I, I truly believe you find what you're looking for. Uh, and if you want to find stories of support and stories of success based on similar backgrounds to you, you can go out there and find them. People may not be posting them, on Reddit and Student Doctor Network or the pre-med hangout or anywhere else, but they're out there. You just need to go go network and, and talk to more people. Okay. Awesome. I, I feel like I need to do some like self-confident self-affirmations. <laughs> I, yeah. I like that idea. Yeah. <laughs> a- affirmations are huge. Go go to like Michael's or go, go to Target and get really big uh, like pads of paper and just write really big things and like tape them up all around your house. Of, like I am good enough. I am strong enough. I am smart enough. I have worked hard enough to be here. Um, I'm going to be a kick-ass physician. Just write, write all kinds of things and uh, read those every day. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right. Well, hopefully that helped and good luck on your journey. And, and hopefully you will have a successful application cycle and all this will be behind you, but it won't be behind you because again, the next step, all of those same fears and thoughts and, and physiological experiences are going to come back. And so really just remember, turn those into excitement instead of anxiety. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining me here on Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Did you know that we record these live on Facebook at 3 p.m. Eastern on most weekdays? Search for Medical School HQ on Facebook and like the page to be notified. Don't forget to check me out on Instagram as well on Medical School HQ.